three, two, one. Welcome to the Mix Zone by Infront X Lab. On this podcast, we chat with sports and innovation leaders from around the globe, talking about everything from the newest technologies to major trends affecting our industry. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, we're Infront X Lab, the innovation branch of digital media company Infront X. We help sports and entertainment organizations gain the upper hand with innovation and bring them closer to cutting edge technologies, covering all sports related industries from data to content and everything in between. I'm Rob Sevier, Marketing Manager at The Lab and host of this podcast. Today, we're happy to host Amit Golan, founder and CEO of video amplification company Minutely. Minutely is an in-front portfolio company which uses AI to identify and extract the top, most engaging moments of video content and automatically creates clickable video previews that help content owners increase reach and audience and improve video consumption. What does this mean for the average sports fan browsing online? Think of a thumbnail for an article on a web page. Now imagine this thumbnail is a video rather than static. That's Minutely's technology in play. By adding it to websites and news articles, static content becomes dynamic and more engaging, therefore improving the overall fan and reader experience. The company's technology has expanded from these automated video previews for over the years to include social media stories and top video playlists working with the likes of Major League Baseball and FIBA. Minutely was recently given the title of a minicorn, or a company with the potential of becoming a unicorn in the long run, and was named the best startup tech company by SportsPro OTT Awards in 2020. So now I'd like to welcome Amit to the Mix Zone. Amit, welcome. Thank you very much. Hello, hello. Well, before we dive into Minutely, the company and the tech, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, so uh, my name is Amit Golan. Uh, born in Israel and uh, moved a couple of times to the U.S. and then flew back. Um, ever since, uh, was uh, in different positions and and like from the army to other stages. That was a position that would I enjoyed to be in. And um, after uh, we graduated the army, I worked at um, uh, the prime minister office and then shifted to be a mentor at the Google campus or for Google for entrepreneurs. Um, and then we founded Minute. Um, I found the uh, cool partners for the ride. Um, we were four founders and we started Minute about in late 2014, early 15. So, so let's start there. Late 2014, early 2015. How did Minutely come about? Where did the idea come from? And what were your first steps to creating the company? Um, so originally, the idea that came that we uh, started Minute from was um, the ability to find interesting, engaging content personalized to a specific user. We thought of the idea of somehow um, some kind of flea board for videos where you basically um, analyze all the content from the web understand what is the preference of the personal user, and then you can automatically match between them. Um, it started as a B2C app, uh, was look some kind of a Tinder experience where you can see the short video, and then when you click on it, you can actually see the full version. Uh, 
to say that it went well, eh, <laughs> it's hard to say. But then once we launched the, the app, few publishers and broadcasters approached Minute and asked if they can use the technology on their platforms. Um, the interesting part was that it wasn't like a low tier. It was a three top tier large uh, publishers. It was uh, ABC, Sky, uh, was large ones. Uh, we told them that we don't have those products at the moment, but maybe we can never know. Um, you let them down softly. Yeah. Uh, but then after around a year, we started to think what would be an interesting product for them. So we asked them. We returned back to them and we asked them why do they think that it will be interesting. And then we basically started to build the first product, which was we named auto preview video which is APV and the and then the APV platform the idea behind the APV platform is that lots of content is being generated on a daily basis but the way we present it eventually is very I don't know shallow or not very interesting to consume so it solves the discoverability issue or problem of video content just to give you a a deeper dive if we're looking at the like top tier sports clients in the US. They said that video content to produce from their side is extremely expensive. They have the cameras on stage and or at the stadium, they have the cameraman, they have the reporter, they have the um uh, you know all kinds of the technologies. Yes, back. exactly. And they have uh, uh, the video to send back to the uh, editors. So they're using a lot of technologies. They use a lot of manpower. Eventually, it, it's very expensive. Um, and at the end of the day, when you see the video behind a thumbnail on their site, it's identical to a text article. On a text article, it, it might cost around $400. Now the video article is around $10,000. So there's a huge gap, but they, on the surface, on the homepage or inside the article, they look exactly the same. I want to get to more of the technology and what it is that you know fans see when they reach it. But first of all, I want to talk a little bit more about the company itself. Where are you at the moment? How many employees do you have? How much have you developed since that first stage idea in 2014-15? Um, so we started four people. Today we're 40, uh, and we're about to double the company soon um we we took a good step as i think was a smart step last year where we diversed the portfolio not only sports oriented content but more broadly to news entertainment we used to have it but now we're focusing more on that side too why because we saw that during covid sports has been shut down completely uh, and it affected dramatically the revenue of the company the ability to grow during that year so we said we saw that entertainment and news grew dramatically also gaming um, and now we are we have clients from those four verticals and we can expand to more 
so now let's talk specifically about the product itself. You have several products already, uh, but what was that first one you were talking about? I mean, the company started with the name APV, the automated uh, preview videos. Talk a little bit more about that. What is it that fans see when they log on to say MLB.com? Uh, what is it that they see and how can they know if they're looking on it? Oh yeah, that's coming from Minutely. Uh, so go to NFL, go to MLB, go to NASCAR, to all those sites. You will see some some kind of Netflix previews. If you're familiar with the uh, with the feature, the idea is that we will recognize what is the most engaging content concurrent on their site. We will analyze the content. We will generate the preview and we place it on on top of the static image that used to represent the video. And then we check if what we created actually increases the engagement over time. What have you seen in terms of uh, engagement increases? Um, overall today, there's around 37% increase in the system. So eventually the publisher will see a 37% increase in engagement and hence revenue. That's how they make money. And where have you um, expanded to in terms of your products? So you started with the APVs. What else do you now offer your partners and clients? So it's a it's a good question. And we saw that once we're entering those clients, it can be a you know local station somewhere in Michigan, or it could be uh, the NFL, or it could be also um, uh, Netflix in India, which they have few of them, but we have those clients too. So what we saw is once we enter the client there's a huge amount of opportunities for us to grow uh, for example the video previews is one you can place it on the home page you can place it on top of the video player and then it's basically replace the click to play and now you can use it also on push notifications or social platforms if you try to drive more traffic back to your destination and not leaving the users on Facebook or Google or Snapchat, you'll basically create a preview on Facebook, for example, or Twitter. And when you click on the preview, you will be redirected back to your owned and operated platform to the video page. So we are a increasing engagement on their destination site and b helping them to leverage their quality content to drive new traffic to their site and then there's more like top video the stories there's more products that so we have added that you can do with video content exactly and can you share with us a bit about your current business model we we are combining subscription fee plus revenue share we know the value of what we bring we measure the value of what we bring and then we can quantify it so out of the revenue that we have generated, we will rev share to smaller sites or mid-tier clients. We will build the model based on a rev share uh, model. And with the top tier ones, we can do a combination. But we're quite flexible to here. We know eventually what is the, the value that we bring. So we know how to measure the success from their side and the revenue that they will generate. So you said in your original idea, you were approached by some of the big ones and you kind of had to let them down uh, softly. Once you came up with this idea for Minutely, what was your approach to gaining potential customers and your first customers? So we started with Europe clients, European clients. Um, 
then we were a little bit afraid of crossing the border and moving to uh, crossing North, the Atlantic. Yeah, <laughs> the Atlantic and moving to North America. The first fear was time zones. Um, if something happened and those are huge companies, how will we speak to them in the middle of the night? But then we slowly automated the system and then we said, okay, it's automated enough. Of course, there's some, you know, bugs and distractions along the way, but we can handle them quite fast. And then we cross uh, the Atlantic and move to uh, the US. And then now around 90% of our clients are US based. And we met, I think the original one outside, inside the, the US was Fox Sports. And then Fox Sports, we met with NFL and then MLB and then NASCAR. Um, and then once people started to see us, the, the inbound leads started to appear. Um, and then the funnel grew. And today we're mixing between top tier and the mid-tier market. The mid-tier comes from um, partnerships, tech partnerships, um, which is always good. So if you don't mind, I want to focus on the top tier and specifically one company. You've worked closely with MLB for some time now. What have you guys been able to achieve together? Good stuff, <laughs> I guess. Uh, so we started with the video previews. Uh, we expanded into the video previews in Google search. So we had a partnership with Google search on, on the video preview side. And then uh, top videos, which is the second component. And then the stories by minutely for live events. And then we've integrated all of them, all those into Google search too. And now we've expanded into mobile web, native app, desktop, uh, and everything in between. Are there innovations that you've developed together alongside MLB? Ideas that you've developed together? Yeah, so the partnership with uh, with the stories was with MLB and Google search. And uh, I think it was good. This is the third year already. Can you explain a little bit more about what exactly that is? If some people aren't aware exactly of this partnership of the Google search, what does that mean for both MLB and for the fans? Two component, but three, basically. If you'll go during the live events of the MLB, there's around 2,500 games a year. Um, ish, 15 a day. Um, and then every game is around an average of three to four hours. We're analyzing all those events in real time, uh, creating uh, pre some previews, some highlights of that game. And then we add them into a story. A story combines between 10 to 25 slides of interesting previews or highlights. We've connected to different APIs to enhance the experience. And then we're adding on the fly more slides if we see something interesting. Those, can, those stories can be implemented on one box, can be implemented on uh, the search results and the video previews, which is a different product, is integrated into what Google calls the knowledge panel. On the right side of the Google search results, you can see VOD, uh, redirected redirection to the VOD with a video preview, which is an animated GIF that we place there. And then they get more traffic to their site. That's it. Now you've mentioned a couple of the top tiers and in terms of clients, what's next for Minutely? And what would you say is your 
holy grail of clients that you'd like to reach and what steps are you taking to reach those those goals and those clients so by the the past two years we've been focusing on the top tier ones um gain more increased reputation people will know us people can like all our clients the churn rate from the company is less than one percent so once you've integrated our technologies you're probably you're stay around. yeah you'll be with us you'll see my face for a long time unfortunately um and then what we saw is that top tier are long sales cycles and they know that they're the top tier uh, but the mid tier is like the long tail and they have a lot of there's a lot of them hundreds of thousands of websites like these and we can together generate more than what we generate with the top tiers so you're actually going for those mid tiers at the moment yep so we're combining between the mid tier and the top tier and the holy grail of minute is to be um some kind of uh, video repository like one place that contains all the video content in the world the premium content that people can actually ask to use and then uh, the owner will notify that somebody wants to use it and then we do the connection between them and it's some kind of a marketplace for premium content now, it's no secret that video is a big part of sports content and its importance continues to grow. Where do you see video developing in the future? And with fan consumption changing and habits changing, where do you see the future of uh, video? Obviously, we all know that this is a growing market. Um, the more we see, the more... It, so the video, will, the, the original piece of content will be generated all the time. Uh, there's the editors, there's automatic tools that can generate that. But the way to discover content, the way to um, change the original format into every new format that exists, like Square, like Instagram stuff, uh, Reels, Stories, everyone can implement it differently. Uh, we will help them to adjust it to the right place, to the right format, in order to maximize the revenue potential. Because um, if you've created a quality piece of content, you want to make sure that everybody will see it. Today, it's hard. And where do you see your technology developing and growing in the next couple of years? Are there more products that you have in mind, more ideas that you're looking to develop? Um, so the holy grail is, as I mentioned, the marketplace um, but today we're connecting with different uh, uh, clients globally adding our value and eventually opening them into an option to use other uh, others content as well and then to make sure that everybody can have good content on their site and not Mediocre you know, content. Yes, <laughs> you know, slideshows, stuff like this, that usually hurts the um, the experience on site. Because as a user, when you come to see a video, you want to see the video. You don't want to see... Especially sports fans. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, I mean, I'll ask you a couple rapid-fire questions that we ask everyone uh, who joins us for the podcast. So as soon as you're ready, let me know, and we'll get going with them. I'm ready. First of all, how do you define innovation? 
And if you could go back and do one thing differently, better, what would it be? Um, partnerships. Um, it helps you to grow faster. Is there any partnership specifically that you have in mind that you're, <laughs> you're thinking of and can share with us? We have partnered with, um, in the sports world, with uh, Delta Tray, with Infant X, with um, there's plenty of companies that we're doing it now, but also on the news and the entertainment side. So there's those are the places that you can actually grow faster once you believe you have good technology that can not be easily re replicated. What piece of advice would you give your younger self at the start of your journey? Uh, everything. <laughs> Tell them the entire story of what you went through. Yeah, I would, I would run fast with close partners. To um, once you have the network or clients, and those clients are becoming friends, then you can speak openly with them, and then you can understand if and validate your products faster. And then you can understand if the value that you think you bring can actually lead into dollars. Um, so run fast to clients, talk to them. Uh, and if they're friends of yours, then they'll give you an honest answer. And then you can run faster. Who was or is your tech role model? Tech role model? Um, I don't know. I see all those companies were growing and... I think it's interesting. Um, it's it's a fascinating world that is like being developed every moment. So you see things that you thought that would never be something interesting, and eventually they're going IPO. Like, and then I I can't say that there's one. I see that those who manage to grow their company, they are good fighters. They're like the building a company is a um, those days is a fight a constant fight and if you know how to fight those battles then you're a good fighter and then you might be at the uh you're ready to ipo sell whatever you wish to do and last but not least what technology has had the biggest impact on you good question i wasn't prepared for that ah i know <laughs> it sounds uh silly um, unrelated to what we do, but um, if you have an iPhone and you have an Apple a computer, you can copy and paste from your phone to your, to your computer. And that's the, <laughs> the most advanced technology that helps me during the day. I'm using it a lot. And uh, uh, if you do have uh, Apple, like iPhone and uh, MacBook Pro, well, MacBook, you can copy and paste between them. Try it. It's good. It's, it's, fun. it's, a, it's such a, a small thing, but it makes the biggest impact on it, your day-to-day -day life. It's just uh, like uh, helping me to work faster. Well, Amit, it was a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you so much and good luck. Thank you very much. That wraps up this episode of The Mix Zone by Infant X Lab. You can follow us on LinkedIn and be in touch with our team for more information about sports tech solutions. Just shoot us an email at lab at We'll see you next time.